star seeds, live workers, and old souls. Welcome to episode number five of the After Ascension podcast. First thing I want to do before I discuss anything else is have you just take a second and acknowledge the entourage that's around you. Please take a moment and say hello to your higher self. Say hello to your guides, your ancestors, your loved ones, anyone who may be along for the ride with you on this path. Okay, thank you for doing that. Is that something that's new to you? Is that something you do all the time? Are you living, eating, and breathing with the idea that you were never really alone? Are you acknowledging the unseen? Are you trusting and counting on that relationship to be your guidance system and your security? Because let me tell you that when you stop and say hello in a direct way like that... There's nothing more exciting to them. They wait so long to be able to have that experience. And it's actually only a small group of people on the planet who even accept the idea that they aren't alone. It's an even smaller group that will acknowledge them and interact with them in that way. So if that's something you're doing, if that's something you're going to be doing going forward, just sort of try to realize how special that is. To know that the veil truly is thin and these things aren't far away, that they're closer than you might think. I think we can all agree that communicating with them and interacting with them is one of our main goals and one of the biggest benefits of being an old soul. So if you haven't realized by now, this episode is going to be about acknowledging the unseen, creating the opportunity to interact with them, and... um, have all kinds of paranormal experiences because I believe that it's our job as star seeds and old souls to acknowledge and normalize the paranormal. And this is something I've been working on for a long time. So I'm going to share some techniques that I've come up with that have worked for me, that have helped me have interaction in a direct way with the team around me. And I believe that this is something that all of you deserve. And you should know that you don't have to wait for your multidimensional technology to be fully operational in order to do certain things. And most likely your team has been desensitizing you along the way, sort of putting their toe in the water to see what they can and can't do, doing little things here and there, and sort of gauging how you respond. And if there's any fear or doubt at all, then they sort of back away and come up with a new game plan. But if they do something and you respond in an excited, positive way, then that gives them the green light to go ahead and do a little more and do a little more. In the last episode, I told you a little bit about my most significant paranormal experience when the light ship showed itself to my wife and I. That was something that was really special to us, and that was something that I will never forget. But... The truth is, before that happened, I had been in the process of shedding away layers of fear around that sort of thing, and that had been going on for a long time. And I realized most of that fear came from movies and TV shows growing up. I remember being a little kid and being terrified of aliens and ghosts and anything that was strange and out of the norm which is exactly how those things are designed. 
they do a good job, so congratulations to them. They create a lot of fear. Wow. But I slowly overcame that, and I slowly began to develop confidence in who I was and what I was here to experience. Because honestly, in normal life, I got bored. I wanted to know what was out there. I wanted to have experiences that were rare. And after having this initial lightship sighting, the floodgates opened for me in a way that I believe I can help you do the same. I remember when I was younger, I would wake up and the veil would still be thin and I would see figures in my room and it would terrify me. But what that was doing was actually preparing me for what was to come and allowing me to get that fear out of the way so that I could be in the position to see certain things and hold my balance, maintain clarity. Then as I got older and didn't respond in fear when certain things would approach me, the experience would be much more sustainable and profound. I remember one time back in my old apartment, I woke up and there were three beings standing at the end of my bed. And all I can really describe them as is being in royal attire. One was much smaller than the other two. And if I didn't have this previous experience, I would have responded in fear and the it would have been tainted. But because I had gone through what I had gone through, it allowed me to just kind of sit back and I was just like, awesome, you know. Then from that point forward, you begin chasing that high. You begin to seek to replicate that experience. And in my situation, I was lucky enough to be able to basically call in these light ships whenever I wanted to. And I still can to this day. And I believe you can too if you're in the right mindset and if you're carrying a high enough vibration to accept the experience for what it is. And if you're someone out there who wants to have this experience for themselves, I'm going to go in brief detail on how to do that. So one thing to remember when you're dealing with paranormal things, it's very important not to falsely identify something that is man-made with something that may be extraterrestrial or multidimensional. So just so you know, when you have a real experience, it's most likely going to be something that breaks the the laws of this reality as we know them. Many of you remember that I've posted paranormal videos for years and years and years, and I would have people all the time emailing me videos and contacting me about a sighting they had, and honestly, nine times out of ten, if not more, it would be something that was natural, something that was explainable. And a lot of people are mistaking seeing satellites in the sky as UFOs or light ships. So once again, it doesn't do you any good to mistake something natural for being paranormal. So I just want you to be aware of that going forward. Okay, let's get into it. So this is what has worked for me. If you pick a time of night that is early, early in the morning, I would say around 1 or 2 p.m., for our ET family, it's really important that they don't cause any fear. So the later you go out, the better the opportunity will be for them to present themselves to you in a more dynamic way. So once you've got a specific time in mind and you go out there, your natural instinct probably is going to be to try to film the experience. But in my in my experience, I don't feel like this is something that 
was necessary, and I feel like it was going to take away from the experience. So my advice would be to put the camera down, and once you've established a rapport with them, maybe you'll be able to film them, maybe not. But really, the experience is for you. It's not something that you have to present to anybody else. It's just a matter of being in that moment in a state of clarity that's going to allow you to have this amazing experience. And if you're worried about recording or documenting it, it sort of takes away from the moment, at least in my experience. So once you're out there ready to have this experience, you've, you've created this moment in time as an opportunity to interact with something really big, and it's something that's really special. But if you go into it and you have any, any bit of fear, any bit of doubt, it's, I don't want to say it's not going to happen. It's more unlikely. But if you're out there in the mindset of, I'm about to have a special experience with my family, my belief is you're going to be rewarded that because it's time and you've earned it. So just a quick review. Pick a specific time late at night, early in the morning. Don't try to film try to be in the moment. Don't misidentify anything man-made or natural as being something not from here. And when you're out there, be in a balanced, positive mindset that you're about to have a reunion. And that's where I would start. Once you get familiar with experiences outside, I would take it inside. And sure, you can use cards and pendulums, and there's a lot of other different tools out there that can allow you to bridge that communication gap between you and your team but there are very few things that can compare to the feeling of seeing them or being touched by them or hearing them whisper to you and once again everything I'm about to share with you begins with removing fear from the equation but all three techniques I'm about to share are going to help you get the ball rolling towards more dynamic forms of communication between you and them but you have to start somewhere and they're really what they're looking for is your intent. If you're creating the space and the opportunity to do this, then know that they're going to show up for you. And I truly believe that. Now, the first method I want you to try is something you're probably familiar with. So I'm going to start there. It's something that Cryon teaches over and over again. Sit down in a room by yourself. Speak out loud. Ask them to make themselves known to you. If you are in the right state of being, if you're in the right mindset, if your expectations are non-existent and you believe and trust, you're going to get a jolt of chills through your body. And uh, like I said, they're really excited to create this moment with you. So while you're doing this, you really want it to happen. You really want to have this experience, but know that they're just as excited and they're just as anxious to to have this with you. Because think of all the programming you may have had to overcome to get to that point. Think of all the, the places they led you, all the information they brought to you, all the, the different ways they got you familiar and comfortable with them to the point where you could sit down and ask for a physical confirmation of their presence with you. That is special, and that is one of the top experiences you can have as an old soul and a human on this planet. The next technique I want to go over is the yes and no technique. So this involves laying down on your back with your palms 
resting facing towards the ceiling. And you're going to want to indicate to them that you're there for yes or no questions. And your right palm represents a yes and your left palm represents a no. And at the beginning, you're going to want to keep the questions really simple. It's going to be a lot of, are you here with me? Yes or no. Is my name Todd? Yes or no. Am I in America? Yes or no. What you're really trying to do is get familiar with the feeling that the response gives you. And it's not going to necessarily be like a touch, though maybe for you it will be, and that's great. But in my experience, it's more of a cold breath on the palm of your hand. Or I've even had the feeling of maybe like a bug on my palm. It could be unique to you completely. But please allow time for yourself to get accustomed to what that's going to feel like. If you don't get it right away, don't get frustrated and quit. As we all know, in spiritual things, in spiritual practices, perseverance and trial and error are a huge part of it. This is something that if you can be patient with yourself, if you can allow yourself the opportunity to get familiar with that energy, with that sensation, it could be a huge benefit to you. And most likely they're going to use that opportunity to let you know different things you need to be doing in order to clear yourself to get your crystalline technology more in tune to allow you to have more dynamic forms of communication with them. And the next method is going to be how to create a visual contact with them. And my advice would be to try this method third because seeing something and feeling things are totally different and you can have a different response. It's easier to have success with asking them to give you a physical sensation that's the result of them being there versus seeing a visual. It might take a little bit longer and a little bit more practice. But anyway, what I want you to do is when you're alone, sit in a room, not a completely dark room. There needs to be a dim light source somewhere. You don't want to be in complete darkness. Once you've got the setting right, sit there with the intent of seeing them be balanced, be peaceful, um, block out any fear that you may experience. But I want you to stare forward into the room. Try not to blink very much, but pay attention to your peripherals. And you're going to start seeing eventually shadow figures in your peripherals. Once you get comfortable with seeing them out of the corner of your eye, they're going to start to work their way into your direct vision. And I know seeing shadowy things may be a little scary to you, but just know that they only look that way because your physical eyes don't have the capability of seeing the spectrum that they exist in. Once your third eye turns on, you're going to see them as clear as day. And ultimately, practicing and getting familiar with their presence and how to contact them and how them contacting you feels, you're getting closer and closer to getting that technology turned on. And now for the final method, it's going to be in audio contact. And you can actually use our technology to make that happen. But first I want to ask you to try to do it with your own ears. So create the same setting as in the last technique. 
meaning you're sitting in a room, not fully dark, just a little dim light somewhere. But instead of setting the intent to see them, have the intentions of hearing them. And if your home is quiet enough, you may hear a voice. But if it's a little distorted or a little abstract, don't let that bother you. Just know that it'll eventually clear up and you'll get more in tune with the experience that you're having. And what I've noticed is that a lot of times it'll seem like it's coming from another room. And most of the time it's actually female. But every time it's exciting and it makes your hair stand up. And that's something that I really, really love. And the very last thing I want to talk about is using an audio device. It doesn't necessarily have to be marketed as an EVP device. You can use recording device on your phone or even your computer. I've been successful in either way. This way might take a little more trial and error than the other ways, but it's really rewarding and it's something that you can capture and replay and re-experience over and over again. So it's best to do this at night while you're sleeping and just leave it recording. Don't have it in the same room as you. Put it somewhere in your home that's going to be an isolated environment so that there's less of a chance that something is going to interfere or that you're going to get a false reading in some way. Because once again, it's important not to trick yourself into thinking something natural is paranormal. And it's important to always debunk and rule things out that could have given you the false reading. But like I said, this one might take a little bit of trial and error. I remember when I first started, I would put the recording device in the room, go to sleep, wake up the next day, and there would be nothing. And I would do that over and over again until finally one night... I was looking at the audio and there was a little spike and sure enough I caught a voice as clear as day saying who are you and that was significant because it was one of my first paranormal experiences after I decided to take fear out of the equation and truly look at it as a scientist studying something and from that point forward it was game on and it was an exciting way to live and it still is because Every time you experience something paranormal, it's like the first time, honestly. And you as an old soul, the veil is very thin around you. So you have the opportunity to get out of your own way and have all of these amazing, profound experiences. And in doing so, normalizing the experiences for everyone else, taking the fear out of it, and allowing others the opportunity to experience the beyond, having contact with the unseen and melding these worlds together because ultimately that's what we're here to do we're here to drop this illusion this veil of separation that divides us and being one of the pioneers in doing that it's a really important part of your job here but anyways that's all i have today i appreciate your time i appreciate your energy here if you want to contribute to the podcast Links to do that will be in the description. I've also included my email. I would love your feedback and your experience with the paranormal. If you're new here, just know that we will have new episodes of this podcast every Wednesday and Friday. And I would ask you to please rate and review the show and share with your friends. Help us move forward and build this audience. Thank you very much. Goodbye. <music>